What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Logos Podcast. I'm Max. I am Sam. I'm Joey. And on today's episode, we're actually going to bring to you all a popular culture-themed episode. It was actually proposed to us by Sam this time around. Was it? Yeah, right? You well, the up? song, I, I picked the song, I That's think. That's right. right? That's I, I, fair. That w- I talked about how this Kanye song was at the top of the charts right now for him. So obviously, this last couple of weeks, we've had some major, major um, albums uh, drop from some big musical figures such as Drake, Ed Sheeran, which I bet a lot of people didn't know about. I didn't know that he one. He dropped some music, yeah. And then um, Kanye West, and I'm sure many others that we're not naming. But those are three of the big ones that, that have dropped recently. And we were trying to decide, should we talk about Drake? Should we talk about um, Kanye? We're going back and forth. And then Sam came in and uh, requested this song, which I actually didn't pay that much attention to, to be honest with you. I listened to the album, but this one just didn't stick out to me at the time now. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think the album's called Donda, which I don't know what Donda. that means. Donda, Donda, but there's Donda, also Donda. yeah the Donda chant where they just yeah. a lady saying Donda, 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 Donda yeah. over and over again. You're I like, think what that's in his, the I world? think, and I may be wrong about this, but I think that's his mother's name. Is that what it, I okay. think that's what it is? That's a strange name for yeah. an album. Yeah. Right. Well, anyways, so. so this song was like the one that is like on the top of like if you go to the Kanye section of Spotify, his this song is the one that's on top. So I I've listened to it a few times and it's pretty catchy. I'll throw it on when I'm working out too. Um, another one was, it's called Praise God. That song's fire. That song is, <laughs> dude, I, fire. yesterday I was squatting and I was listening to it. It's yes. so hype, dude. It's fire, but it's so we hype. didn't go with that one. We went, no, we, we didn't. Hurt. I haven't listened to Whatever. any of the other songs. No. I need to, I need to catch up. Yeah. But this one's going to be, what's this one called? This one's called Hurricane. And I think one of the things that really draws it out is the fact that it has The weekend. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I personally think he has a lot of similarities to Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson in his hmm. style of writing. And he actually listens to a lot in, in, uh, and actually studies Michael Jackson pretty, but he's like not even really in the song that much. Like he, you're right. He only has a, he sings the chorus. Kind yeah, of. that's true. Um, yeah. but, but yeah, we decided we wanted to talk about Kanye. I mean, he's had a really interesting, um, presence, yeah. uh, a kind of resurgence of a sorts in the last year, year and a half with this new kind of religious, um, uh, religious kind of experience and, and newly found kind of religious connotation in his music, in his persona. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you know, he's, he's going through a rough time with his mother passing and then um, his recent uh, divorce or breakup with uh, Kim Kardashian. And I think this album, we have a lot of reminiscence of some of the struggles he's going through. If yeah. you listen through a lot of these songs, some of them are more coherent and connect better than others. But I think one of the overarching uh, themes that we see, and we'll kind of see it in this song, is that he's kind of struggling with with something like an almost like an existential battle of a sort. Yeah, right? it's amazing, you know, and for someone, a public figure like this, and we'll talk about this, you know, after we talk about the song, but to go through a conversion, you know, publicly on a public, just to have your whole life on a public stage and to be you know, releasing songs with this type of, these types of lyrics. It's just very, it's a vulnerable thing to do. It is. To like let people in to like what's, what's going on. So, and, the, but that's why, that's why music like this can be so special because artists are vulnerable. They relate what's going on in their lives and people can relate to it. So. Yeah. Well, and the interesting thing is Kanye West has been kind of in the spotlight since I can remember. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. really back in my middle school to high school days, even in the college, he was like, always releasing songs and we're always hearing on the radio and whatnot. And I think he has, is it 17 Grammys, 18 Grammys, something like that. He, he has a ton and you know, he always used to walk around and be like, yeah. talk about what he's, he's like a genius or whatever, but is that supposed to impress me? 18 Grammys. 
Is that not impress you, Joey? What would impress you? Yeah, yeah, Joey, please do tell us maybe, what will impress maybe, you. Maybe 19. 19. I, I, will, I want to correct. <laughs> it is 21 Grammys. 21. Wow. That is that supposed to impress me? <laughs> you, said 19, so. because, <laughs> yeah, you said 19. No, 19, no more, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got a question for you guys, actually. So what, uh, what is your favorite Kanye song? Mm. Uh. Okay, so I'm going to keep it. PG. Well, okay, okay, so yeah, so keep, keep it PG. Okay, and I guess one of the disclaimers, right? We're going to talk about Kanye West, and he's an interesting f- uh, figure, but he also has what I would say, what we would say, uh, some inappropriate content. Right? I think he would acknowledge that too, he, and he does. And I, and I, you know, I want to forewarn y'all that if you have not been exposed to Kanye, please choose your songs wisely, um, and you know, con- you know, consider the fact that this is. Uh, an uh, explicit rapper. Now I have a question. Stuff. Since he converted to Christianity, is are his songs songs still explicit? No, not, no, okay. they're not. No. As, no, as a matter of fact, one of the reasons why I wanted to, I, I agreed with Kanye um, West and us kind of taking an episode in time on him instead of Drake is precisely because all of Drake's album is explicit. Because yeah. I have my explicit filter on on my Spotify, and all of his songs are blocked. Whereas all of Kanye Kanye's um, album is actually available so that was one of the reasons yeah and i to just to add on to that so even back before his conversion when his songs used to be kind of explicit and some of them terrible (laughs) um in terms of like moral content there still clearly was elements of goodness and truth and beauty in them right right if there wasn't no one would have listened to him at all yeah that's why people are drawn to the music because there's elements of truth and goodness and beauty so that being said one of my favorite kanye songs i don't really listen to kanye anymore but back when i used to listen to kanye in Yay. My middle school days. <coughs> Yeezy. Little Joey. Oh, Yeezy. <laughs> Yeezy? Yeah, that's... Uh, Is that a song? No, oh, that's no. Like that's his name. Oh, yeah. But I like the song Stronger. It uh, just... Better, faster, stronger, honestly, something, just, something. Joey's so generic, It just man. never disappointed. Like, whenever <laughs> I need to work <laughs> out or me. do anything, it just... It's a great song. Yeah, the yeah, Dropout album. I mean, that was... Was that was that part of the college dropout? I don't album? know. The I don't albums. think it was. He <laughs> had college dropout, and then he had graduation. I think college dropout had Jesus walks, or yeah, it. that one was really big. Through yeah. the wire was a big one. Through the wire, you yes. remember that? Yes, yeah. that was graduation day. Come on, yeah. the album with Jay Z too. Yeah, even though again the moral content of those songs, I would not no, condemn now. But like they were so catchy. They like, were. They were so I mean, that's what one of the things with Kanye. He's like, I remember Jamie Foxx interview like um, between a, some host and Jamie Foxx, and he was like, "Dude, when I first met Kanye, I knew this guy was something special. Like we put him in the studio, and nobody could take their eyes off this guy. Like wow. he was just in there, just like rapping and just having a good time, and just like." Like the, his lyric composition and the way he composed himself all around, he's like was just phenomenal. But anyways, I think my favorite song is actually on one of his recent albums, "The Life of Pablo." Mm-hmm. Um, it's "Ultralight Beam," it really? has Chance the Rapper in it, mm. and uh, I don't know. I think it's it's kind of it's religious. Starts with a you know gospel choir, and this is the ultralight beam. This yeah. is a God theme. This is a God theme. Anyways, I think is this the one you showed us? No, no. Uh, I don't know if I did, I but anyways, it's probably to, one of my. Favorites. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, so actually I have like two songs that I'm, I guess, would I consider my favorite ones. Word. The first of which is uh, All of the Lights. Mm. Yeah. Song's pretty dope. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. cool. It's hype. Yeah, it gets, it gets it's hype. It's like, it's a real hype, actually. Yeah. Um, they played at sporting events and stuff. 
gets the people going. It's so like gets me hyped like every time, and I just want to run through a brick wall. But then you got to stop listening right after like the beat drops because yeah. it's it really really bad. That's right. Um, so uh, so but, Sam just turns it on, runs through a brick wall, brick wall, and then turns it off. Yes. All right. Basically, now he looks at the brick wall and you're like, dang, yeah. now what do I do about I this brick up. wall? Yeah. But one of my favorite Play songs some to like Mozart now. Clean this, <laughs> clean this up. I'm a big Mozart guy. No. Uh, but yeah, then my favorite song that I put on like when I'm in the car or whatever is Family Business. I love mm, that song. Family Business. Yeah. That's right. Word up. So Donda, this is the, his new album. It was released about two and a half weeks ago. We wanted to take a little time to let it marinate, little, let, it, let it simmer, let all the all the hype kind of go away and us have a little, little uh, have an analysis more if you want to say objectively of it, although it's probably not completely objective no. and cohesive. But uh, so we're gonna talk talk about this this song. The song that we're gonna focus on is Hurricane, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, that's yep. the one. All right, but we are just going to focus not on the full song and all its lyrics, but more specifically Kanye uh, Kanye's parts, right? Yeah, and I actually have a question about that. Okay, cool. Okay, and this probably for you, this is for either of you. Okay. Um, when a, when an artist writes a song like this and has it yeah. on an album and they feature other people in it. Like, did Kanye write all these lyrics, or would The Weeknd and the other rappers write their own lyrics, or would they kind of work on it together? I think they collaborate. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think Kanye, for the most part, obviously has a purpose for his album. He has a vision behind it. Yeah. So I imagine that that's dominating what's going on here. But I'm sure that The Weeknd comes in and he says, maybe try this or that, and, he, and he's open to it. No, I, don't, I mean, that's just speculation. I have no idea. Right, and like each artist has their own style. So like, I'm sure Kanye and his producers have kind of an idea and then uh, they like, hey, you know, the weekend come in with something. Let's talk about it. Does this fit your style? Does it not? Yeah, like like Sam said, I think they have an idea and they just kind of. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. and somebody's albums take years to to produce. I believe it precisely because they're trying to figure out exactly all the specifics about it. But if Kanye ever asks me to feature on his album, I'm definitely writing my own lyrics though. Oh yeah, just for just so you guys know. Okay, what would what would your first what would your opening line be? Donda. Yeah. <laughs> my man my man that's kind of how he I really want to know what it means It'd just be Donda it's his, yeah it's his mom's it's his mom's you're sure about that yeah oh professor, okay I thought you were just professor guessing. Donda West yeah she was a she was a professor at university and so his oh, mom dang. recently passed away okay so that's why I say I think it's and I take back whatever disrespect may have been implied yeah bro in that, uh, in suspect Joey's a very disrespectful Dog man respect on his name alright but so let's talk about Kanye's the part that he raps actually in this song because that's the most interesting for our yeah because, because like the weekend's part and there's another guy that we don't even know don't we know don't even know is. what he's trying to say no it's actually like, what yeah okay so I, I guess we could just take it like a couple lines at a time um, but <laughs> we were we were joking around but he starts out saying so yeah, um, so he just ate something really delicious, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Or he's really mad. Mm-mm, <laughs> you did that thing over there, and you shouldn't have done that. You know. All right. So we'll, we'll get into character. About that for days. We'll, we'll get into character here, but he says, <laughs> "I was out for self. I was out for sale, but I couldn't tell. God made it rain. The devil made it hail." Mm. All right. So let's just let's just pause there. Cool. So there's a contrast, very obviously, um, between rain and hell. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, one of the things that came to mind is actually the the devil made it hell. It just I don't know. This is just an imagery. Was um, in Dante's Inferno, we have the image of Satan being like a cold, like freezing, mm-hmm. freezing. Like mm-hmm. hell is not hot, but it's cold because right. there's no grace of God flowing. Um, I don't know. That's just what. Huh, that's on. interesting. Not what I was thinking. Go ahead. I mean, me and Max, we always are on different wavelengths, but that's yeah, okay. we are. I'm just but on a better. 
Just well, more transcendent. Well, God made thing. it rain. When it rains, that's a very important process for the world, right? And yeah. it's actually fruitful. Like when it rains, it nourishes the earth. Where when it, it it hails, that's destructive now, right? Mm. When it hails, you kind of take more cover, put your car in the garage because it's going to get dinged up and everything. So I think that's what he's saying is that, you know, God made it rain. He's like nourishing that's good, his yeah. life. But the devil, when you were around him, he makes it. He, he damages us. Okay. okay, what if I had a different interpretation? That's fine. That's what we're about here. Well, first of all, the the first line is important. Mm-mm. No, not that part. <laughs> not that part. Okay. No, I was out for self. So Kanye is reckoning, I think he's reflecting on his past life yeah. you know, before his conversion and realizing that he was living totally for himself, right? Mm. Which a lot of us do. Mm. And he, I was up for sale. I was doing everything for money. And so when God made it rain, like make it rain is like, that that has to do with money, right? Like if you yeah. make it rain, you're God like made it rain. That's so God point. showered me with financial blessings, and okay. the, devil ma- the devil made it hail. Like the devil took those blessings and distorted <clears> them, distorted it, and it to it be destructive. Up. So you kind of agree with me? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. definitely for okay. sure. Okay, so yeah, not no, with Max. That's cool. All right, go ahead. No, but that's a that's a really really good point, Joe. Actually, and I think we've talked about it before. Like the definition of sin for Saint Augustine is to be turned in on oneself. Yeah, mm, yeah. So yeah, that's a really. So he point. recognizes in himself that mm-hmm. he was pursuing something and, and it, it destroyed him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next lines go dropped out of school, but I'm that one at Yale, which is not true. He's There's, not. He did not go he, to Yale. He's not at Yale. He Sounds may have dropped good. out of school. I think he did actually. Drop, college college dropout. I think actually was part of that influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he did not go to Yale. Well, maybe he did. Maybe he got like an online degree at Yale that we don't know about. You know what? It's possible. You know, with Kanye, I really it could be possible. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what this man has not done. I really. So, uh, all right. So next line made the best tracks and still went off the rail. Yeah, I think that one's obvious. What he's trying to say. I mean, he. For, we were just talking about how like even though these tracks are like awesome and they're catchy, yeah. they're like really vulgar and it's like mm-hmm. kind of conflicting, but he made millions off of this mm. and everybody knew who he was and kind of recognized that they were good songs, but he was, he's basically acknowledging that he went off, off the rails. Yeah. You know? And like his last album, just to recall, which release was released not even that long ago, only a couple of years ago. We were, we had just gotten into seminary actually. Yeah, yeah, so Jesus that. is King. Mm-hmm. It's, he's kind of his, like, almost like chances, like call out, like I, I want God, you know, so yeah. he like recognizes there's an issue here, and of course, in this line, I think he kind of illustrates that. Uh, Joe, you got anything? Well, just that, yeah, like, um, just conversion in the Christian life, which Kanye has undergone, is a twofold process. One, it's a, it's a turning away from sin, and a turning towards God, right? Yeah. So that it's it, it's one action that simultaneously involves both, um, both kind of. Uh, actions it's that, yeah. that you that you have to reject what came what 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 came before you have to reject sin and when you're turning to God you have to you have to turn away from and and it's a painful process and, and the next line says I had to go down 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 uh, this the new town 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 so maybe he had to go into the depths of that yeah to recognize yeah that, I think so right um, mm-hmm. to kind of reemerge if you will kind of a death and resurrection kind of story here which, which is also interesting because Dante's Inferno. Yeah. In order to, and this is like kind oh, of like a right. spiritual yeah. truth, right? In order to get to the paradise, in mm-hmm. order to get to heaven, he has to first descend, like into yeah. the depths of hell, and that's what Christ yeah. does, right? Is like he comes mm-hmm. and descends, and uh, the Sheol, yeah, takes right. on the takes on yeah uh, the sin of humanity, comes down into our darkness. That's true. So has to be. That, so that's yeah. like that's pretty cool. And he follows Beatrice, which is beauty, beauty to kind of in, in Dante's uh, book to kind of resurge him tor- towards the be- towards heaven. Mm. So it's like it's like hell, then purgatory, and then heaven. And he's following beauty. So uh, the next line go. This is the new ten, ten, ten. I'm going in and and um, here I go on a new trip. Here I go 
acting too lit. Just like him thinking he's cool. He's too lit. He, it's like, kind of like Sam. He just thinks I'm acting too lit, which he's Sam. not. You know, Sam there's there's the acting too lit and there's being too lit. <laughs> <laughs> I am being too lit. <laughs> okay. All right. Mr. Philosophy. Here I go acting too rich. Here I go with a new chick. So do you think that's Kim Kardashian? I don't know, man, because he, okay. So what's the next line? It says, and I know what the truth is still playing after two kids. I don't know if it is. Yeah, it's probably not and Kim Kardashian. Kim. Why? They have two kids, don't they? I what? know, but here I go with a new chick. I'm still playing. I'm after. still playing after having two kids. So it's probably like, I'm still doing stuff with, you know, women and whatnot. And, Oh, I, I get it now. Kids, right? <laughs> you know, here I am. Like, yeah. I know what the truth is. Like, I shouldn't be doing this, but here I am. Like, yeah. you know, chasing women, even though I'm a married man with a family. Yeah, and the, 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 he's, the lines before that kind of talk about this battle. Like, I go acting too lit. Here I go acting too rich. He knows he struggles with those things. Yeah. Right. And those are the things that are kind of causing him problems, maybe in his, in his personal conscience, but also like in his marriage and through his life. Um, okay. Next line goes: It's a lot to digest when your life's always moving. Now, I want to talk about this line for, for a little bit. And as Joe, Joey kind of uh, talked about earlier, you know, when you're this famous, it's very difficult for me to think that you have somewhat of a contemplative lifestyle. Yeah. And like huge. the only time you're actually thinking about stuff is to produce something for your art. Right. And so like maybe like you don't get to process emotions. You don't get to process reality. You don't get to encounter um, uh, truth and beauty and goodness in the ways that are like natural to man mm-hmm. because you're so forced by the media and by family and by friends and by your producers to kind of produce something. You don't have the time to kind of digest stuff. It's a lot to digest when your life's always moving. You don't have the time to take in your life as like a, either, you know, going downhill. Yeah. Right. Right. As he's slipping into these habits of maybe, you know, going after women or being unfaithful or doing whatever he's doing. That's not good. Your life's moving so fast, you're not having time to sit and think, okay, what do I need to do to change this? Yeah. uh, I'm thinking of Plato, right, Mm. in the Apology. The unexamined life is not worth living, right? Like we need need to have time for, like you said, contemplation, introspection, like sitting and and being with God in the silence to actually... And that's what makes us human. true. Right, exactly. And so I just feel, I do, I feel really bad for these these artists, these entertainers, these people in... Uh, in show business who whose lives just have to be so hectic and yeah. uh, lacking that time of silence and um, you know really entering into themselves and experiencing reality like like they should be yeah well what's interesting about that is that we kind of the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting, expecting different, different results, results. Mm-hmm. we watch people go through this over and over again yeah, mm-hmm. you know and it's just like people are always trying to like chase like fame and everything. Yeah. And, but then we always watch like them kind of climb the ladder and then their life just like crash. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Yeah. Why do people want that? You know, we've done this before. Yeah. And we're still doing it and it's not working out. Like, why don't we change? Yeah. Something? Well, like that's, that's like one of the definitions of sin is, is irrationality. Like there's no real, there's no circular logic. We just continue doing the same thing over and over expecting something different and we just, you know, acting too lit or acting too rich, you know, or getting new chicks or whatever, like constant state of sin. And you don't, you can't kind of come out of that. It's difficult to. Yeah. And it's like, we, it's like what we talked about back on our happiness episode, you know, what everyone is kind of just naturally inclined to search for thinking that it's going to be happiness, wealth, honor, pleasure, right. power, right? It's just like, it's what we broken human beings do when we're trying to orient mm-hmm. our lives towards something that we think is going to make us happy, even though 
as we see in a lot of examples in the media, it never will, only God fulfills. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So the next line actually hits on this perfectly, right? It says architectural digest, but I needed home improvement. Sixty million dollar home, never went home to it. Yeah, so I, I want to. I have something on that. Like, oh, yeah. well, so when we think about like people in general, like we try to like fix the things outside of us without recognizing that the problems within us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So like when he talks about needing home improvement, now he might be talking about like the actual home, but I take that to be like his internal yeah, disposition. I agree, right? I agree with that. Yeah. And we always like to think that, you know, it's like there's an external thing going on, which is why I need, I'm not happy or this is not going right. But it's, it's usually like improving your own, house jordan peterson talks about in his book 12 rules for life to clean your room that's his rule yeah and he's basically saying that people are trying to go out and change the world but they can't even you know keep their own house clean yeah and it's like their own soul is not in order right right? and that's that comes first before you know going out into the world right so before trying to change a structure right an exterior structure you should try to you know uh order if you will Mm -hmm. your interior your 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 individual self your interior your, your heart your spiritual life so as to be able to change the world because that's that's what you can immediately affect you can't immediately immediately affect the problems in the world but you can change your you know your direct circumstances and i think like one of the things he talks about here is even even when he did build the 60 million dollar home whether it be you know um analogical or whether it be a literal home he said he never went home to it Mm -hmm. so it was never really a home to begin with yeah you know, it was this no. kind of this, uh, as Sam said, like this falsified kind of utopia of a sense. Um, well, so, yeah. And I, one more point. Yeah. Were, were gonna go, okay, okay. Yeah. So um, about how like this, like ch- cleaning your own room or whatever, making sure that your own soul is in- intact. That's what the church does to us in seminary, right? Because mm. we're, we're like 25 year old guys. We're like ready to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Send us out. Let's go somewhere. And they're like, go to seminary. Yeah. Sit there yeah. and listen yeah. to what God's telling you. And <laughs> yeah. we're like, come on. Yeah. I, I want to go be on mission. Yeah. And it's like the church knows like, no, you need to figure yourself out before you try to go save other people. Like right. you got it. You got to figure it out yourself. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You can't give what you don't have. Right. right. There's a reason even why St. Paul went to Damascus, right? In, yeah. in Jerusalem and studied there on at the feet of, was it St. Peter? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's right. So, but I mean, because he needed that kind of formation, if you will. All right. So next line, genius gone clueless. It's a whole lot to risk. Alcohol anonymous. Who's the busiest loser? Heated by the rumors, read into it too much. Y'all got anything here? Uh, He said alcoholics anonymous. So that makes me think that he struggled with alcohol at some point and maybe even put himself through that program, Mm. which... Hopefully, thanks be to God, it, it worked. Um, but it's just kind of like case in point, chasing all this stuff. It's it's so easy to, even for someone who has the means to buy a $60 million home and can do whatever he wants and can go wherever he wants, can have whatever experience he wants, like that's not necessarily freedom, right? Yeah. Like that's you can still be addicted. You can still be mm. uh, a slave to something. And if you're not, if like we've said, if your soul's not in order, um, you're not free. And he says, who's the busiest loser? You would think like the busy person, the person who works a lot is getting a lot done, but he seems to imply that's not the case. Like just because you're busy doesn't necessarily mean you're okay. Right. right? Would y'all agree? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. just because you're busy doesn't mean that yeah. you're necessarily doing things that are productive. Yeah. Okay, so it says heated by the rumors, read into it too much. So maybe there's just a lot of rumors going on about him, about his life, and uh, he's, he's maybe like losing his mind because of them. Um, as we talked about earlier, it's like societal pressures are difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Finden for some true love. 
Ask him, what do you love? Next line, hard to find what the truth is, but the truth was that the truth suck. If I had proper grammar, sucks would probably be the word I would use there. Um, what do y'all think? I mean, so, I have well, I have a few thoughts on like the truth sucks, right? Yeah, um, but yeah. I, I don't know if he's using it in this context, but it seems like the truth, like I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, Bishop Barron always uses an analogy, like when we like the spiritual life's analogous to like when you're driving at the sun and the sun's shining on your windshield. Yeah. You see all the flaws in the windshield. Yeah. But when you're driving mm-hmm. in the dark, Good. you can't see anything. Mm. So it's like, okay, when you're going towards the truth, things are being revealed to you. Sometimes it's very painful to go yeah. through. And it's like a purification yeah. process that the Lord yeah. puts us through to, you know, make us better, but it hurts. Um, I'm not sure if that's how he, he's necessarily using it, but that's what I, that's what I get from that. No, I like that. I think, I think it applies. I mean, he, in the line before he said, um, Fiending for, for some true love, ask him, you know, his wife, what do you love? So clearly there's some turmoil right there, there in is. that relationship, which we don't know all the ins and outs of, but uh, they just got divorced. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair to say without judging people right. that the Kardashian family is a little wild and things are kind of crazy going yeah. on. Yeah. You know? and, so, and he says he's a fiending for some true. So he's, he's looking for true love. He's yeah. looking for somebody to settle down with. He's looking for something to grasp onto. And to reaffirm him and who he is as a man, I'm sure, and as a father. Um, and he says, he's like, he asks him, what do you love? It kind of reminds me of the notebook. What do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you want? Like, mm-hmm. and maybe that's what he's struggling with there because they both have the means to provide for themselves if they right. really wanted to. But he's trying to find something more than just, as this whole line or this whole, uh, all these lyrics have said so far, more than just a material establishment, an actual foundation to his life. Yeah. You know? So let's go ahead and finish out his right. his site then. Um, and the last few lyrics are always seem to do stuff, but this time it was too much. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Everybody's so judgmental. Everybody's so judgmental. Everybody hurts, but I don't want. I don't judge rentals. <laughs> it was so simple. I could listen to you do that. All day. <laughs> That's actually pretty well done. <clears throat> I've been practicing. Good, That's dude. good stuff. No. So always seem to do stuff. He's always busy, right? Uh, but this time it was too much. So maybe he was trying to correct his life and maybe he just overcorrected or, or, or something is going on here. Um, everybody's so judgmental. Obviously, throughout the song, you see him struggling with some with pressure from the outside. Yeah. yeah. Right. With the opinions of others. Um, every, and then he goes, everybody hurts. But I don't judge rentals. No idea what that means. Full disclosure. No, not really. I just think that he's ba- I think essentially what he's saying is that. When you go and like read like tabloids about Kanye West, everybody's talking about what he's thinking, what's going on in his life, like his interior disposition, and really nobody knows the answer to that stuff unless you're that person, yeah. you know. And Christ always he commands us not to judge people the interior disposition of their soul, but to judge the fruits of what they're doing, like mm-hmm. their, their actions, which we can do. But yeah. as far as like what's going on in his like, you know, his soul, like to judge that, that's very damaging to a person, especially if it's not true. And a lot of yeah. times it's not true for yeah. people. Maybe what they're saying is like, they, like I can't blame them for trying to judge what's going on with me kind of thing you know um it was all so simple i don't know if it was simple to be honest with you because it seems to me he's trying to grasp onto a fundamental principle of his own life and that doesn't seem too simple of a of a task to achieve yeah i just i agree but at the same time you know a lot of times in my experience especially here at seminary you know we'll go on retreats and stuff yeah and we'll have time to really like get away from it all and just like come back to focus on like what's really important yeah and when we do that and like you know, we look 
look upon Jesus Christ in the Eucharist or like That's we right. see some, we're just like, what the heck am I worried about? Like, <laughs> yeah, like why good. am I? And like the actually the gospel passage for today, Martha and Mary, when he says, oh, Martha, yeah. Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things, yes. but there is need of only one, one thing. Right? There's only like God is and God himself is perfectly simple. Yes. Right. So that's right. If if this is a, an allusion to his, you know, him finally coming yeah. coming to see the light, he could be like, man, that how did I miss that? You know, that right. was so yeah. simple the whole time. It is kind of it, it is simple, but it's hard. Another another thing that I was thinking about is we're reading Introduction to Christianity in one of our classes. Yeah. And he dedicates his whole book to this long argument. Joseph Ratzinger, by the way, yeah. or Pope yeah. Benedict XVI right. writes great it. book. Highly recommend. It's 10 great. Out of 10. And but but I noticed something when he he, he we're not at, quite at the end, but basically he's like. You know, we were made for love. That's basically his his yeah. conclusion to the for the most part, and that we're made for relation with each other because God's relational. Yep. And it's like this man dedicated this whole book and this great argument for it and everything, but it really what it boils down to is God already told us what we need to he that that's not like groundbreaking. God told us that in sacred scripture, you know, yeah. that we're made for love and to love each other. <laughs> yeah. And it's like oh, it's actually funny you say that because today in class I was thinking like that's why he named the introduction to Christianity because it's the because most it's basic most claim. basic principle truth or most basic truths of the faith just explored a little further coming to the same conclusion we already know like we're not unfamiliar no. with that but just kind of expanding on it you know and so maybe it is so simple and maybe not so simple because that's what love is it's like both uh, it's uh, you know an action and, and, it, and all it entails you know it's, it's complicated and simple at the same time like yeah. just do it and then like some things are going to happen yeah you know? so at this point yeah um kanye west that's that's the end of his part so like what are yeah. your guys' reaction to it i guess and what are your thoughts on like what he's doing with his life now well i so again i've uh, i'm amazed by kanye yeah. And, you know, his public, you know, conversion to Christianity over the last many years. And I'm, I've, I pray for him and I'm really, um, I'm, it's, it's a great sign of hope for me that somebody who's lived through what he's lived through has come to know Jesus Christ in clearly a very real way. And it's, right. it's transformed his life. Um, and I also think, you know, Max, did you mention to me that he suffers from, with mental, mental Yeah, I think there's, there's some bipolarism that he so, struggles with. So I have no... I'm not going to presume to know the cause of his mental Correct. illnesses, but I will say that growing up, spending as much time in the environment that he spent time in, you know, his whole life, show business entertainment, like we've been talking about, that would be enough to drive people crazy. Yeah, I think I think yeah. psychology backs that up. Right, and right. it does, I think, I think we see it driving a lot of people crazy. So the fact that, and Kanye is inspiring to me because clearly, and you can even see this in some of his earlier music, he's been searching for the truth, I mm. think, all along. Yeah. And kind of becoming slowly over the years disillusioned to the chaos in which he lives. And then finally, over the past couple of years, really uh, having a huge conversion, which has been beautiful to see. Yeah. And I think like, you know, some of his now Sunday services is what he calls right. them in different theaters throughout the world. He's kind of establishing these pods of worship to God. And we can talk a little bit about some of the maybe the errors we see within that. Mm -hmm. But like he's he's kind of going around the world and kind of establishing these services. So he's trying to kind of render some kind of religious experience to people and, and give them this religious experience that he himself sees missing in the world. Yeah. And I think he's reacting to that. But I think he's reacting to that because he sees it within his own life. Right. And so um, so I would say on a scale from one to ten, um, I think I think him as an artist, I would give him like an eight or nine as like an, as just an artist, this song particularly, I, I really enjoy it. Maybe like an eight, I think it's fair. Um, and I would give the album 
about the same rating. I think I think an eight is is fair. I I thought it was great, well done. Some of them are explicit, and those I didn't listen to, to be honest with you. Oh, so there is some explicit stuff. There, I think album. I think well, I, I don't really know if there's like outright explicit stuff. I think he mentioned some stuff like that maybe you know okay. could have that connotation, but um, but anyways, yeah, that's just kind of my little yeah. Spiel. Well, I, I'm kind of with with Joey and, and also with you, Max. I mean, just I don't want to reiterate. I guess everything you guys already said. But yeah. just happy to see him moving in the right direction. We're not quite there, I don't think, because no. I still. And I guess we can kind of transition to this, but like his yeah. idea of worship, I think, is still off. Yeah. So to be to clarify, what what exactly is he? Because he's having these services right, right. every Sunday now, and yeah. they're big, huge. I mean, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, music and productions. Yeah. In in one sense. Yeah. And so you know. And trying to and being offered, you know, in principle for the glory of God, right? Right. That's 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 the idea here. And I think like he has um, a lot of gospel choirs, kind of okay. gospel choir esque. Um, and I mean, it's, it's it's causing a movement. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. I mean, sure, truly, I could sit there and watch that all day. But I think one of the issues that I see with it, and, and Sam and I kind of talked about this, that as as nice and cool and you know vibey, yeah. if you will, yeah. as it is. It seems to be centered around him, the whole worship, because because in the middle of the service, he, he kind of comes out and stands on the piano, almost in a cruciform, and is before everybody and singing and just like with his head down, you know, and, and everybody's quiet and he's they're hearing him sing and he's leading everything. Um, and it's and it's and I I kind of sympathize with them in the sense that when you don't have like the Catholic faith, you don't have something bigger than yourself to kind of help you lead in worship, yeah, you know? that's a great point. Um, and I think that one of the issues that you do uh, see happening with some of these worship groups, including Kanye's, and especially Kanye's, is that there's an overemphasis on the on the humanity of the person, on each person and what they can bring to the table. Um, whereas in the church, we view what does God bring, you know, and how do we share in that? Okay, that's it. That's the difference. Yeah. Um, you know? Uh, the you? thing is, is that, you know, Jesus taught us how to worship yeah, correctly yeah that's, that's the right. big thing from the from, especially in the new testament jesus came and showed us this is how you worship this is what you do do yeah. this in memory of me that's right. right right and when we deviate from that is when we get in trouble and if anybody disagrees with me just look at the old testament because yep. that's all they did is they, yeah. they all the prophets are like god um they keep worshiping wrong they <laughs> keep worshiping idols yeah. how do i make them stop and it's just like it's just like a constantly you know it's just like a cycle yeah. through in, the years in fact yeah like the paradigmatic sin of the whole old testament the golden calf in the book of exodus right yes. mm-hmm. yeah. when they're worshiping the golden calf in the exodus they they still say that we're worshiping god yes so they say we want to worship the god who just saved us and brought us out of egypt so let's make this golden calf to worship him yeah so what's the problem with that the problem is that they're worshiping according to their own standards. Yes. They're worshiping in a way that they want to worship, not in a way that God has asked them to worship. Yeah. And when we start doing that, it always starts to turn in back upon ourselves and we become the object of worship, like you mentioned, just yeah. happening to Kanye in these, yeah. in and, these services. And, and that's, that, is, that is in the essence, going back to what Sam said, I mean, that's what sin is. It's turning the will to oneself again. Right. Whereas your will should be rendered and, and surrendered to God's. Yeah. And that is properly done in worship. Right, we are yep. worshiping beings. We're rational people. The only creature who's able to render worship back to God succinctly and cohesively. Mm-hmm. And I think when we when we lose that element and when we don't worship God properly, we also lose our identity. Yeah, you yeah. know. And uh, this is one of the things I think you one of the crises, if you will, you see in in in, in throughout the album and especially in a song. Yeah. So this is why we need to keep praying for Kanye. We do. His Amen. Continued conversion, right? Because yeah. he's clearly. 
there's clearly a lot of grace and a lot of good that's been happening in his life over these past few years, but something very evident is still missing. And that's, <clears throat> that's the sacrifice of, of the mass. That's the sacrifice of the, the yeah. logos, the true worship that God yeah. has given us to render to him. Right. Yeah. And it's just kind of beautiful, right? Cause God's so patient with, with his people, the people that he loves, you know, I mean, not even just Kanye, but even me, you know, I go to confession, <laughs> yeah. I go Amen. to confession every single week yeah, and, dude not to be too explicit or anything, but it's like most of my sins are the same, right? You know, I'm saying the same type of stuff. And every time the priest gives me absolution and he doesn't ask, you know, what about when you come back, you know, are you actually sorry? Or like, you know, come on, man. Oh my God. No, he just says, (laughs) you know, I absolve you of your sins and that's it. And then they're gone. You know, that's just so beautiful, you know, infinite mercy, right? We talked about today in class, like we have, we have infinite sin. We, we, we commit an infinite sin and God gives us infinite mercy in return. Because his love is, is just that expounding. And I hope Kanye uh, Kanye West and his kids and his family experience that yeah. um, in, in the time to come. So, guys, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. I know we did. I learned fun. a lot. Sometimes, you know, we start these episodes and they surprise me because where they're going, I'm like, this is this is nice. You know, yeah. this is going well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that conversation a lot. But just remember that if you enjoyed that conversation... Take your thumb and smash the subscribe button. Yeah, my buddy Sam came with the slam dunk on y'all. I better smash that subscribe button with that transition he gave y'all. Well, thank y'all for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Listen to the song. Be cautious of some of the content you'll hear around Kanye. But I do recommend it. And as always, God bless.